It's the Geeky Waffle Podcast. It's a new year, and new spy stories like the movie 355 are coming out. Why do we love the espionage genre? And who are some of our favorite fictional spies that aren't James Bond? I'm Candace, and with me are my fellow waffles, Vanessa. Hey. And Mac. Hello. So why do you think the spy genre is still going strong after decades, centuries of fiction? Well, I think that one of the reasons that the spy genre is still going strong is because there's that element of danger and sexiness to it, um, which doesn't really have, obviously, a basis in reality. Maybe a little, maybe not. Um, But I think that spy literature and the genre presents this kind of romanticized version of what spying is, um, you know, complete with the drinking and the fast cars and the gadgets and the women and everything. And so there's definitely like this idealized version, typically men, usually, uh, with spies, not always. In fact, I think we're kind of seeing a trend of having more women spies, which is awesome. Um, But back when the spy genre and the spy literature kind of took off, it was mostly like male spies being the epitome of like masculinity and all that. And so uh, I think, you know, over the years that has been the spy genre, we've seen a lot of realism and imagery. So kind of that help give us something to be entertained by, but then also gives us a realism. We've seen this before that this world isn't too far removed from our own weird stuff going on that it's entertainment, you know? And like spying is nearly as old as recorded history. Speaking of the three musketeers, Alexandra Dumas, actually his two novels, the three musketeers and the man in the iron mask have to do with the Cardinal Richie Lou. Does anyone speak French? <laughs> Vanessa, do you know how to say this? I think, I think it's yeah. Cardinal Richelieu. I think you're, I think Richelieu, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. The Cardinal established an elaborate network of secret agents to protect both Louis VIII of France and his own personal interests. And yeah, that's what inspired Demos. I'm saying that because we just recorded an episode for Straight Outta Home Video <laughs> about Mickey, Donald, and Goofy being the Three Musketeers. <laughs> One of my favorites, by the way. I love that movie. So it's not until the 20th century, however, that spies and spying truly came into their own. And it came with the rise of popular fiction. And there were a lot of spy stories about the, both the world wars. And most people think like James Bond created the spy genre. But really, it was Hitchcock movie-wise with like The Man Who Knew Too Much, 1934. Mm-hmm. So what I want to ask, who are some of your favorite fictional spies? I know Vanessa has a big one. Yes. Mine is from the show Alias. Actually, I love Alias that I have a combo Alias and Mickey Mouse tattoo. <laughs> Yes, that's how much I love this show, but it's Sydney Bristow and also Jack Bristow, which is her father. Uh, but Sydney Bristow is played by by Jennifer Garner, and uh, this this show ran for five seasons. Uh, it kind of got a little crazy as it went on, <laughs> but at the same time, uh, Jennifer Garner did a great job in uh, in portraying this character the entire time, and then also Jack Bristow, who is played by Victor Garber. And it's just the reason I love it so much, I think, is because it does it does show the quintessential, I guess, what you think of with with spying is just disguise. Right. So and she has a ton of them every single every single time she goes and speaks different languages, goes to different countries. Obviously, there's always the, you know, kind of badass, you know, kind of feeling because she's she's always able to either escape people or, you know, beat them to a pulp. Uh, So she's (laughs) she's a badass woman. And 
her and then Jack Bristow is playing the long game and you kind of always don't you never really know exactly which side side he's on at the beginning probably for the first two years and he is constantly kind of reweaving through this this storyline so I think that it the show in general really captures that that essence of what people do like about the spy stories which is to see a little bit uh, something different every single time and the stories even though even if they do get kind of crazy it's it's world built it's also a mystery so you get little nuggets of the story uh as as time goes on and you know like max said you also get to see people just being you know like i don't know just it's 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 sexy it's 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 intriguing Mm -hmm. it's dangerous so yeah i think i think it kind of it's the quintessential spy show yeah she gets to wear a lot of wigs. She I gets to that. wear a lot of wigs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> a lot of it's like you, they go to these different exotic places. They get to wear nice dresses and suits, you know? Seems very sexy, you know? <laughs> these spies yes. are some of the best dressers in pop culture. I I, think. Right. <laughs> exactly. They're supposed to blend in, but they're looking like drop dead gorgeous, you know? <laughs> Yeah, people should people should think about that. But, uh, you know, it's Hollywood. So everyone, you know, everyone in the Hollywood universe is supposed to be attractive. So I guess in that universe, she's she is just plain. (laughs) Speaking of that, have either of you seen Spy from 2015 with Melissa McCartney? She plays like this desk. Yes, she's on my favorite spy list. Oh, Oh my gosh. (laughs) I love that movie. It's so funny. It's like, I think it's one of Melissa's funniest movies, honestly. She finally gets her shot at field work when, like, the person that she's like, she's the person in the guy's ear the entire time. He gets supposedly killed and she has to go out in the field and they really, like, make her homely, make her like a crazy cat lady. So she blends in better. So that just made me think of what we were talking about. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's just funny because she was trying to have like a chase in a Vespa. And oh god, what's that actor? Um, the bald guy Ju- from all the Fast and Furious, Jason State Thajum. Oh, oh yeah. He's, mm-hmm. yeah, he's in he's it, in and it. he's hilarious. Miranda Hart, isn't it? She's a comedian. Yes. Um, it's just it's it's funny bring up Spy because, like I said, um, that movie is one of my favorites, and uh, one of the things that I love about it is that God, I'm blanking on Melissa Susan Cooper. That yeah. that's the character that she plays. That Susan Cooper goes into this with all of the preconceived expectations of spying that we have. So she's like, this is going to be sexy. This is going to be fun. Like, I'm going to be having the time of my life. And so it's kind of like almost a fish out of water story a little bit. And then kind of just her worldview being shook a little bit. And like, you know, spying isn't all that it's, it isn't as romanticized as it looks. I mean, you're going to be falling off of Vespas and getting him to fights in the kitchen. And it's, yeah, I, I love that movie. I'm glad that you brought it up. Um, Susan Cooper is on my list of spies that I wanted to bring up. Yeah, highly recommend to anyone who needs a laugh. It's, it, especially if you like the spy genre, because they make fun of it, but in a very loving way. So yeah. Mac, who's on your list? Who else is on your list? Things that got me into the spy genre in the first place, and I mentioned this to you, Candace, was Harriet the Spy. Uh, yes. which was, there was a couple of books in the series. I remember I read the first two. Uh, I think there was a third one. And she actually got me into journaling. And I was telling Candace, like, I, I knew not to write any gossip about my friends in there because of what happened to Harriet the Spy. <laughs> and how yeah. she, like, she gets exposed yeah. and her friends find her journal with all of their secrets. And that's a really fun, like, entry into the world of spies. 
Yeah, it's a children's novel Kid written style. and illustrated <laughs> by Louise Fitzher, and it was published in 1964. It's called A Milestone in Children's Literature and a Classic, which I completely agree. And mm -hmm. I actually watched the movie before the 90s movie with Michelle Trattenberg as Harriet. I've um, before. Seen it. Oh, really? It's a yeah. 90s classic. It was like produced by Nickelodeon, I believe. Yeah. Okay. And, pretty, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And Rosie O'Donnell's in it. She plays her nanny. And oh gosh. I just remember it made me want to climb into a dumbwaiter as a kid because she hides in a dumbwaiter at one point. She thinks like all her neighbors are like spies and she's like trying to find out their dirt. And it just it was a fun kids movie. I haven't seen it as an adult though. I haven't either. I forgot all. I mean, I I remember Harriet the Spy. I just don't remember anything further than that. But I feel I feel like it had I had to have known it. I remember because I don't think that I had seen again. We're not we're not really talking about James Bond, but I know that, that probably is how we all you know we all kind of think of or where our minds go to. But when I was younger, I must have had something to 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 really like kind of kind of grasp onto, and I think it was Harry Harriet the Spy. Um, mm. because I know that I, that even when I was, when I was little, I was, uh, I wrote like a, a, a play that was called the spy club. And so I think like, <laughs> oh, even cool. as kids, even as kids, like it's just, it's, it's some sort of intriguing idea. I wonder if it's just, you know, that, that feeling also of getting to be somebody other than yourself for a little bit. Yeah. Um, obviously, yeah, obviously like as, you know, a, a former actress, like that's, that's something that that I know would would draw me in. But what do you think? I mean, I always like playing pretend like I mm -hmm. was someone else, you know, True, yeah. whether I was a superhero princess or mm -hmm. a princess superhero, you know, like that's something that kids especially like to do. And, you know, it, it's fun to disappear. And there's a lot of escapism with these stories, too, because they just mm -hmm. take you out of reality while still being like earthbound. So, yeah, I don't exactly. know. Uh, Oh, speaking of another kind of kid spy, apparently Kim Possible is considered a spy. Even though uh, everybody knows Side her on. name. You think that's too far, Mac? <laughs> I mean, she's considered like a an a agent, but not necessarily a secret agent. Because again, yeah, she's not secret. She was like a secret agent for one of the agencies. I forget what it's called. But in one of the TV movies, she wears like a Sydney Briscoe wig. And she goes undercover to get, like, information about Draken. Of course, yeah, but, her wig ends up falling off when she's fighting Shigo. Yeah, but <laughs> but a lot of people can say, can claim that they're a spy if they one time went undercover. And I don't think that that, that okay, truly fine. makes a spy. <laughs> fine. Disney Channel called her a spy. A teenage spy. Or whatever. I don't think so. Because if we're going that route, then I could say, like, you know, Jake Peralta is a spy from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Okay. Okay. We're going too far. <laughs> That's why yeah, it was so difficult, though, because it—I mean, there there are a lot of you know aspects of undercover that kind of feel spy-ish, and so there are a lot of you know there are a lot of those that that I really enjoy too. But that, but I, I feel like yeah, spy is an identity that's that's a little beyond that. Yeah, well, we consider some of the characters from like the MCU, Marvel spies, like Black Widow goes undercover to get information. That's how we see her at the beginning of the Avengers. I mean, heck, in Iron Man two, her introduction, she is pretend to be Natalie something and she starts working at um, Stark Industries. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. And she's <laughs> getting information about Tony and Pepper for the ultimate spy, Nick Fury. 
Um, <laughs> but like Peggy Carter and Agent Carter is a major one because she goes undercover all the time and she's always, you know, looking for that info. And I love Peggy Carter. I never watched Peggy Carter, but um, I've heard really good things about that show. And so maybe that's on the yeah, list. Yeah, it's on the list. Put it on the list. Did you ever hear or read about the uh, Alex Ryder books? No. So Alex Ryder, that that's another like favorite spy of mine. He's a teen spy. Um, oh. And it was kind of a great prelude to James Bond because... The author of that series, Anthony Horowitz, has dabbled in some of the Bond books um, and has written a few of his own. And so and I think he did that before he wrote Alex Ryder, but I'm not 100 percent sure on that. Um, those book series came out in the 2000s and um, they are pretty fantastic. I mean, it's this young kid who gets um, uh, recruited by MI6 and has to go all over the world and typically does things that um, teen spies would do, like infiltrates academies and acts like this, you know, young and really gifted, bright young student. So you can get into um, these places that, you know, normally regular people couldn't get into. And um, so it's an excellent uh, teenage spy. And I think if you're going to hook people into the spy genre, you do it when they're kids and you do it with teenage spies. And then that love kind of grows and as you see, we become James Bond fans. <laughs> Get them while they're young. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that kind of makes me think of like the Kingsman. Because he's yes. not quite a teenager, but he's a little bit older. I forget yeah. the character's names. Eggs? Yes. Yes. So yeah, get them while they're young. <laughs> There's also like Ethan Hunt from Mission Impossible and Jason Bourne. Yes. From Some Jason yeah. Bourne. <laughs> Jason Bourne. I remember the the Bourne Identity being really a really good book, and then I saw the movie, and I'm like, I don't really want to continue with these. <laughs> I've realized I'm like really over Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah, <same. laughs> maybe that's what it was. I don't know. <laughs> like in the early 2000s, I was like, sure. I I think those were like they were more realistic than James Bond at that point when we got like the 90s. So I feel like the James Bond movies really ushered in like the Casino Royale and um, Daniel Craig era, right, mm -hmm. Mac? Like they're re more realistic because absolutely, Bourne isn't quite realistic, but it's a, it's a little bit more definitely steeped more in realism than some of the older James Bond films um, that kind of went off the rail and were doing crazy things like Bond in space and. <laughs> Um, you know, and so I think that with the Daniel Craig ones, I, I think that's a right assumption to make is that they did want to go in a more serious route. And that's definitely what they did. Yeah, they saw that people were like for it with mm -hmm. the, the Born Identity and like, I think the three other four other movies, because they did one with Jeremy Renner too, the Born Legacy. That's the only Born movie I've seen, by the way. I haven't seen no! any of it. Yeah. No, that's the worst one. Oh. I know, I know. I was like, <laughs> what is this? It was just on TV, I think. Oh, speaking of Jeremy Renner, in the Hawkeye series, he brings up, like, this is what spies do because Kate Bishop, like, keeps, like, you need better marketing. You need a uniform. You need people to know who you are because everyone always forgets Hawkeye, obviously. And he's like, I'm a spy. That's... But I he want to have a spy. <laughs> yeah. And less of a vigilante and more of a spy. Okay. He became a vigilante after the snap. I see. Not that that's so, an excuse. Because I, I mean, I <laughs> never 
been like the biggest Marvel fan. And so I don't know that much about, um, I mean, I haven't really seen Hawkeye and I wasn't sure if like when the character was introduced in the Avengers, if he was considered a spy at that point or a vigilante. I think he was mostly an assassin. Okay. That's what I thought. Like, but I guess he must have done some spying too, because he says he's a spy and he well, has people, intelligence. Yeah. People tend to get spy mixed up with assassin agent, agent as, we, as we've, agent. as we've seen, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as we've discussed. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, spy is like when you're getting information from someone and usually it's in secret. You know, it's supposed to be in secret if you're a spy, right? Right. That's why James Bond, it's very interesting that he is classified as a spy. Just some others we want to give a shout out to. Um, the Americans, the Russian spies, which they are literally like operatives living in America, getting getting info. <laughs> spying. <laughs> yeah. Yay. We'll be real. Any Star Trek fans here? Yes. Oh, yeah, there is one. So in Deep Space Nine, we had Garrick, uh, the mm -hmm. tailor, the Cardassian tailor slash spy slash whatever, you know, he was going on at the time, who was exiled to the space station because he was a spy. Um, and I always thought that, I guess, if you want to examine which of these is seemingly the closest to a spy, for being an alien, I think out of all of them, it's Garrick, who is kind of the closest to what a spy is. Um, like I said, he works as a tailor on this station and uh, I don't, we don't know a lot about what his spy days were like, but we know that he was really good at his job. He worked with this um, organization that I'm, this part of the Cardassian group, I'm blanking on what they were called, but um, you never knew where he stood, everything, every time he spoke, his words had like a secret meaning to him. I loved it. Garrick was such a great character. So let's definitely give a shout out to him. Oh, okay. Arzu wanted to be on this one, but she wanted to give a shout out to, I don't know which one. Oh, Napoleon Solo from The Man from Uncle, who is played by Henry Cavill. Uh, Arzu loves herself from Henry Cavill. That used to be a show, I think. An old show. Yeah, it was a show in the 60s and huh. they made it into a TV show in 2015. That also has Arnie Hammer and Ooh. Ar yeah, oof. Oh. Oof, no. <laughs> if you don't know why we're saying oof about Arnie Hammer, um, we don't want to get sued for libel, so look it up on your own. <laughs> yes, look it up. It's look it up and it's... anyway. Get ready to roller coaster. Roller coaster ride. <laughs> yes. There's also like Archer from yeah. Archer. Which is just oh, a spoof yes. on James Bond. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but it's amazing. <laughs> if you want a lighthearted, more of a lighthearted spy series. <laughs> yeah, I think we covered at least our personal favorites. Uh, so what's new show coming out that you mentioned? I'm curious. I, I oh. get their Twitter page. It's actually a movie. Movie, sorry. And... It's starring Jessica Chastain, Penelope Cruz, Lupita Nagel, and it's like got this cast that's like really amazing. And it's about all these like women spies from around the world that have to like team up to recover a top secret weapon. So that's awesome. It's ladies. I actually kicking butt. I actually think lady spies are more interesting than men spies. But yeah, it and it makes sense for women to be spies yeah. more because people always underestimate them. 
exactly. they're yeah. they're more yeah. likely they're more likely to probably like open up to them. Mm-hmm. Yep, it makes sense. And also, ladies just getting things done. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, we all know that Black Widow was better than Hawkeye. Hawkeye yes. knew that too. There's, she should have lived. Oh my god. That's goodness. what the whole Hawkeye series is about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know that this is kind of a side note, but I I mentioned to you that I'm not like the biggest Marvel fan, but I did go yeah. see Endgame with Alex and I was sitting there like when they were doing this, I'm gonna kill myself for you. No, I'm gonna do it. No, and I was like, I swear, if they do Black Widow instead of Hawkeye, and then they did, and I was like, This is I can't stand this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> anyway. Yeah, so we want to know, do you agree, disagree? Do you have a spy we didn't mention? You can find us at the Geeky Waffle, Geeky underscore Waffle on Twitter, the Geeky Waffle everywhere else, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Patreon, YouTube, all the cool places. I totally forgot all the social medias that ever existed. I'm in marketing, <laughs> social media marketing, I should know. You can find me at Candace is a Geek on Twitter. Mac, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on my website under um, Mac the Muser. That's M-A-C-K. And then you can also uh, check out the Killer Waffle podcast that I do with Bree, um, who, is a, who is a waffle as well. Yeah. One of the OG waffles. <laughs> OG. Uh, Vanessa, where can people find you online? Your place? Yeah, yeah. Well, on on Instagram, I'm <laughs> Instagram. I'm at no underscore roads underscore Nessa, which is a Back to the Future reference. Hopefully, you all got that. Uh, and that's that's mostly it. I do have a Twitter, but I do not use it. Maybe I should. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We hope you all stay geeky.